We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Light years. Andy Lou, the Warriors are somewhere across the Pacific, very close to Tokyo. They may be landing sooner than later. I believe they took off at 6 a.m. this morning, and it is 8.30 on a Tuesday evening. You and I just watched the Warriors mini title movie video on playback. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the juice flowing through me right now. I'm feeling very, very good rewatching that. I look, man, I'm a crier. You know that. Followers, listeners know that. Followers know that. I'm on I was on camera. I couldn't cry on camera. But let me tell you, dude, a lot of emotions going through me. I you know it's it's gonna take a, a long, 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 long time, maybe 30 years until I watch that and I go, I don't feel anything. You know, it's just one of those things I feel like you're just never going to forget. Um, it's just it's just an incredible, I think, moment. Uh, if it was only three months ago, Samuel, it was only three months ago. It feel like it felt like it was last week. And then now, like you said, we got the freaking season again in three days. I I don't know a better way to start this off. By the way, we're doing this show live on playback. We're giving this a test run. No more Spotify for us. Um, you guys. Should join us all season on playback. We'll be doing live watches. We'll we'll do some live Q and A's on here. But man, I'm watching this, and all I can well, I, I'm thinking three. I'm thinking two separate things. One, it's like man, that was just that was one of the coolest finals. Um, reliving those moments, Steph's game four, uh, Wiggs big game, Draymond hitting those threes at the end of game six, all that stuff like went through my mind. But the other part of me is going. Are they going to be better this year? Are they going to go on a little bit of a run? Because as the season's approaching, we you know we we saw media day around the league. You saw DeAndre Ayton basically look miserable, saying he hasn't talked to Monty. Um, Special. That was great. Special stuff. You saw media day in Brooklyn, where like you know, <laughs> Katie and Kyrie had their 18th version of the same story that didn't really. Um, aligned with the, the previous 17, but you know, it's, it's the media's fault. Yeah. Um, always is. 
Voice for the voiceless, yeah. Samuel. Voice for the voiceless. You you looking around the league, and I'm wondering, are the Warriors not better positioned than they were last year to win a title? I watched Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James uh, in a shooting contest today, Sam. Let me, t- <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. The Warriors are. Should, should, we, have, should we have Tim cut in some, some <laughs> Panic at the Disco high hopes right now? I was about to start singing. Uh, so panic at the disco. I don't really like them, but you know, I grew up. I grew up listening to. Them. Um, I, I gotta say, they are. This is the best uh, feeling uh, I think as a Warriors fan after a championship. But I also think this is the best feeling the Warriors have have had in uh, one, two, three, four. The fourth title. Um, I would say this is probably the best the Warriors have ever looked. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they they've improved the most out of everyone in the off season. I, yeah, I, I was gonna. I was yeah. going to say, friend of the show, um, Coach Nick, over a b-ball breakdown throughout, it's conceivable that the Warriors improved the most this offseason, and they just won the title, which I thought was an uh, like interesting take. take. I, I like the take because – but, you know, from, from in terms of you know, relativity, relativity, I mean, the Clippers and Nuggets are probably the top two, right, teams that got better. But you're not going to convince me – you're not going to convince me that those teams are better than the Warriors right now. Six months from now, they could look better than the Warriors. But right now, there is no way on God's green earth you can convince me anybody in the Western Conference is better than the Warriors. It's not possible. There are so many questions with every single team in the Western Conference. And right now, going into this season, Sam, the only question that I have, that you may have, is that, holy shit, is James Wiseman going to be able to play 15 minutes? That's the biggest question of the season right now for the Warriors. That and and that to me tells me that this team is in as good of a position as they could ever be to go back to play in the NBA Finals. So so to piggyback on that, uh, Ladnan in the chat goes conceivable, yes, pending Kuminga Moody Wiseman, not probable though. And I've been thinking about this. I don't actually think the Warriors being better and the most improved compared to last year has anything to do with those guys. I hmm. I entered the offseason thinking they were probably going to be maybe take a step back, maybe be like a half-ass team in the regular season. But the more time I spend looking at them, the more time I spend um, around and listening to everyone, like I think the front six of this team is going to be better. And I'll give you my reasons why, okay? One, Steph played 64 games last year, probably going to play the same amount this year. I, I do not so. think Steph will be worse than he was last year. <laughs> In that the regular season, very, right, right. Yeah. That's the part I feel very confident about. Um, Draymond only played 46 games. Clay played 35. I think both those players will play more games. That alone means you're better. Jordan Poole will be better than he was last year. Jordan Poole had his coming out party this year. I think Jordan Poole is going to continue. He's 23 years old. He's playing for a massive contract. I have zero reason to believe he won't be better. Andrew Wiggins carried himself with some serious confidence now. I have no reason to believe he will also not be better. He's only 27. I feel like the playoffs were the moment he really figured out who he is in terms of winning basketball, in terms of what he can do to impact the game. And then Looney, we all like to talk about Looney like he's 37. He's 26, dude. He's going to continue to get better. He may not add a three-point shot. He may not, you know, he may not develop some crazy post move, but if you think he's a good defender now, he's only going to become better. Like he's not becoming a dumber player. 
he's going to become better. And that alone, I think, situates them to be better than the turmoil they had last year. Um, and we haven't even talked about the guys beyond that. You know, Dante DiVincenzo is a perfect fit for this team. Jermichael Green is a perfect fit for this team. Honestly, I do think the young players, the Moody's, the Kuminga's, the Wiseman's will contribute more this year. But I don't think it's even necessary if we're talking about them just being better than last year. Um, I'm going to go backwards the other way because I, I agree with you on the, the Moody, Wiseman, and Kuminga part because if you look at who they're actually rep- replacing, it's not that they – it's not that Otto Porter, Bielitsa, Lee, and JTA all left and they didn't replace those guys with vets. They still they still brought in Dante and Jermichael, who is going to take the bulk of those minutes. If you were to tell me that Moody and Kaminga are taking the bulk of minutes from the JTA and D. Lees, it's great to have those two veterans, but give me the two guys with the upside that these two have, right? So that's just right there. Right there is already an improvement in terms of regular season play. I think the argument, perhaps, if I were to take the other side, Sam, is that I would say... The Warriors did, in my opinion, peak in the postseason. Um, so maybe you could say that the Warriors are better in the regular season. Uh, but maybe by the time the postseason comes around, the wear and tear and all that stuff, maybe they're not as good when that time comes. But then now that I'm talking through it, you could also argue that Draymond and Clay weren't very good in the postseason. The only no, guy that really peaked the, the the two the two people that peaked, and maybe three or four, is Steph and Wiggins definitely peaked. And then that was, was that was very Wiggins, good. like you know, yeah. And then Wiggins was very good. Uh, uh, Looney was very good, and then Poole was very good. Um, so you would think those guys are going to be better this season too. So, um, big differences between kind of peaking the regular season and postseason. But as of right now, I, I think you talk about the Warriors. You're talking about internal improvements, which I think is never sexy. Nobody ever talks about internal improvements, but no, that's what the Warriors are at with those guys. And that's the other part of it. It's like the Warriors thrive on continuity. So they've won a title. There's proof of success. No one can, there's no more charity minutes to be had. It's kind of like you get with the program or you sit on the bench. No one's going to be yelling at you that you have to play this player because we took him at this draft pick or um, no one's going to be arguing like, why am I not playing more? It's like you officially have proof of concept because you are a champion. Everyone has to get in line. That's always kind of the, the interesting part when you're when you're a champion, you you get to kind of be like, yeah, well, what we do, what we do works. So uh, you either adapt or you can sit. When you're like a middle of the road playoff team, it's very easy for people to be like, eh, what you what you're doing is not working that well. Maybe you should try my way. You know, like that maybe, sort of thing. Right? Maybe if you're a DeAndre eight and you want the ball more, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe let's try my way. Yeah, you know I mean? maybe maybe we could do what we want, right? Because it's not like we're winning the championship anyway. So I, I just think everything is kind of falling into place um, for the Warriors. One thing I do see being a problem is that um, it's only September 27th, so uh, no contracts are going to be signed. But you know, it's a lot of players that are not going to be signed going into the to the season, right? If it ends up being nobody gets a contract extension, what happens there? So, you know, maybe I'm manufacturing drama, Sam, but that's that's something to keep it on. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about that till we get to the last week of free agents. It usually last day, even get... last day, you could still sign it. I mean, yeah, right? usually those things don't work themselves out early in free agency. So, or, or early extensions at this point. So I feel I'm not worried about that just yet. Uh, I'll put it that way. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Saw an interesting tweet from friend of the show, Jason Timph today. And I thought it'd be a fun conversation for us to talk about. He goes, uh, which of these teams is not making the playoffs in the West? And he lists Warriors, Clippers, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Suns, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Lakers. That's nine. So that's nine. One of them is not making it no matter what, if not more. You know, in theory, the Kings could make it and two of those won't. So let me ask you this. Of those nine, and I think most people would have those as the nine top seeds. Uh, sorry, Danny. Uh, Portland's not serious. So they're not they're not there. Um, which of those teams would you bet misses the playoffs? Uh I I gave you I'm gonna give you two names. It's, it's September 27th. Who's your who's your guest today? We, we might do this right before the season starts, and I guarantee we'll both have different answers by then. Los Angeles Lakers is at the top of the list for me. Uh, obvious. They are like the Western you, you Conference are. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> right? Just just obvious levels of, uh, okay, I'm LeBron, stay healthy. Uh, they're saying all the right things. Andrew, Anthony Davis has a chip on his shoulder, which is like, do you need a chip on your – do you need to say you need to have a chip on your shoulder in order to play good basketball? That's kind of sad. Russell Westbrook, We I just read the 65th article, Sam, on uh, uh, the maybe, probably, Russell Westbrook's going to come off the bench. Uh, they don't have a single wing defender. They also don't have a single shooter. Uh, so the roster construction is is objectively hilarious. Uh, but, you know, they still they, have They two. got younger without adding any <laughs> singular basketball skill. Just younger. <laughs> the uh, it, was, it was funniest to me that when free agency opened, they immediately signed six different clutch players, of which none of them are actually good at basketball. In term in, in terms of playing thirty plus minutes a game, none of them were good. Lonnie Walker, by the way, yeah, uh, friend Kirk Henderson, Anthony Davis to miss four to six weeks with chip on shoulder. It's about that, right. <laughs> it's it's the obvious pick. It's the one that I think it's the most. Well, they could end up, and their upside's not even that high. It's they can you can see easily see them end up end up having like a bottom eight record in the NBA. Uh, but I also don't see them as being good enough to be a home court advantage basketball team. They're just they're too old. They're the roster construction is bad, and uh, they just don't have enough great players. I still I still think AD is a fraud. So that that's my number one team. Um, so so your 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 argument one. against them. I just want to understand this. Your argument against them is like LeBron's gonna feel old age the way I do, and he misses two I weeks, do. and then it's just over. That's it. Like literally, they go all of six. The next thing you know, it's a free fall. 
I mean, I and and I think the chemistry is not there either. So that's that's the one I think is uh, all these other teams. Like in in a in a one game series, do I think the Lakers are better than the Pelicans or the Timberwolves or the Mavs? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. But you're telling me you're telling me to to make a pick across eighty two games. That's the team that I'm going to say is going to fall apart across eighty two games. All the other teams are regular season teams. Suns and Mavs and Timberwolves. All three of those are regular season teams. Those teams are getting in. Grizz, uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing. And the Pelicans is the one that I have questions about. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have you pick a team. Oh, you said you had two. I want to hear your second one before I give okay. you mine. Okay, Pelicans. I've kind of hinted at this all off season. I think people are are all in on the Pelicans, and it, it just it doesn't make sense to me. You always want to bet on talent, but to me, the talent doesn't really make sense together. Also, think that these stars are young enough to to I think not want to sacrifice. Like I, to me, it doesn't feel like Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson are going to be a good fit together, both offensively and defensively. I mean, they weren't a they weren't not last the year before the so, year yeah. before they were. I mean, now they have CJ, but you can argue CJ is not like. If they had Chris Paul, that's as much as I make fun of Chris Paul, you you as well, and I'm sure you will here in a minute. Chris Paul would be the perfect fit. Yeah, I got, I got Brandon Ingram material. <laughs> Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. To me, it's just they've got really, really great young players. Everyone loves Herb Jones. Everyone loves Alvarado. Everyone loves um, the shooter, Trey Murphy, that they have. But at the end of the day, I just don't see the fit for uh, Ingram and Zion offensively. Who's going to be the guy that runs the offense? And then defensively, are you going to play Ingram at the three? Was Zion at the four and Jonas at the five consistently? And if you play Zion at the five, who plays defense, right? Um, and then the other Herb's, guard, Herb's guarding everyone. Everyone. Alvarado's guarding everyone. It's just two guys because, you know, CJ not playing defense either. So it's just two guys, right? <laughs> so so I, just, I just – it's a lot of questions for me. And I also feel like, you know, they did, they did push the Suns to the brink. D-Book was hurt. But I always – I'm always a little wary of teams that make a really f- – I don't want to say fluky, but – they weren't good all season until the last twenty. We believe. Oh, we believe, Ron. Yeah, I just I tend to like let, let me. I want to see it again. I mean, I could be wrong, um, but I, it's not a team I trust in the regular season, especially when you talk about the other seven. I think the other seven are shoe wins, um, at least. So, okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one. I'm gonna go hot on this one. I'm saying the Suns don't make the playoffs. <sighs> Throwing this out there. At first, I was gonna say the Suns are gonna be like. A five six seed. I think Chris Paul is gonna get a little hurt because he's old, and I don't think that they have anything after that. I think DeAndre Ayton hates everyone in Phoenix. I don't even think DeAndre Ayton likes basketball. Um, no chance he does. Jay Crowder's demanding out. By the way, did you see that video, Jay? Crowder? <laughs> yes. yes, yes, dude. Adam Silver deserves a lockout because he has Jay Crowder doing player empowerment. Like, I'm sorry, Jay Crowder putting a hype video about the hardest road. It, it's. <laughs> I, I I have a I have a take too. I've never seen anybody as miserable as NBA players. Uh, I've never seen millionaires and multimillionaires as miserable as NBA players, except for people that work in tech especially millennials. So those are the two most miserable people that I've ever seen that are rich. So is that why, is that, is that why Andre is like tech? That's for me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's perfect. It's a perfect fit. Just always, always unhappy um, about something. Jesus. 
<laughs> as someone yeah. that works in tech by the way so I so it. i think i just think the suns scream the team that will fall apart you got the the Aiton situation the crowder situation chris paul and me are the same age we're both going to arby's at 4 30 um and then you're just down to devin booker and mike michael bridges and like i love devin booker but he's not good enough to carry that type of situation michael bridges is just going to be running liners you know it's just quintessential three and d guy going to be getting a lot of cardio in uh but he's not going to take over the game either either i I just think they have i think they're going to be the drama team i think it's going to I, I just think I think drama is going to be what sets them in because, like, honestly, like as we list all these teams, the truth of the matter is they're all playoff teams on paper, as far as I'm concerned. So it's it's going to come down to which of them has bad injury luck or which of them has weird juju, right? Weird chemistry. And you're picking the Lakers and Pelicans to be those teams. I'm going to pick the Suns to be the weird chemistry team. Yep. I think that's I think they're going to be the team where it's just like. Um, when you turn on a game, it's like the Lakers last year where you're like, these, these motherfuckers hate each other, you know, like they don't want to play. No one wants to make a rotation. Half the dudes are out injured. It's just, it's that situation. Um, a, a couple other teams that I think are on the list there, um, Memphis and Minnesota, I think are two interesting teams. I, I ended up, I ended up, yeah, they, they don't have the old person problem they have, uh, but it could go either way. Yeah, it could go interesting, right? So let, let, we, let's talk about Memphis first. I mean, Jaron Jackson is out for, for a bit. Um, who knows what his deal is? I mean, it's just another guy that can't stay healthy. Foot, foot, foot injury with a guy his size. Yeah. Um, for, not great. Yeah, it's like it, Christmas would be the earliest he's back. I'm, I'm betting it's more like Valentine's Day at the earliest. Yeah. So that's well, at the earliest Valentine's Day. Wow. That's February. So that's, I mean, you're you're telling me that's over half the season. That's I mean, I, I, I'm completely guessing, but I'm just saying big dudes don't come back quicker. You know, yeah. shout out, shout, shout out, out Wiseman, big Hemi, um, our guy. So that's a team I think is is also they they played out of their mind last season. They had Jaw out for a large majority of the season and then went on like a twenty and zero run <laughs> without Jaw. That's because it's Dylan Brooks team. Yeah, I just think that's a team where you you could it could be a team that either takes another step forward which i just don't think especially with the jjj thing and then i just don't think any of the other guys have a leap are you telling me that desmond bain's gonna make a leap i don't know i think he kind of is what he is zaire williams is he is he the guy that makes a leap he is a good young player but i, I don't know and then john morant um mvp candidate maybe he has another leap in him you would assume he does so maybe but maybe not right and if, if that's not the case they just got a bunch of young kids without arguably their second best player uh, on that team. So, uh, and, and I think you also can't rely on, I think Memphis last season was relying on, Hey, we're the young team. Nobody knows about us. Now it's like, well, everybody knows who you are, right? You don't get those wins in the regular season as easy. Yeah. As everyone's, everyone's showing up when you're on the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, it's like we saw with the warriors. We saw the same thing. Everyone here saw the same thing where the warriors, they caught everyone by surprise. And then, you know, the next <laughs> time you come around, you, you, you start. So I think that's, by the way, by the way captain SWC calling him John, the code breakers. <laughs> oh my God. That series was one of the most, was that the most annoying series of the post? It was okay. Can we, can we talk about it? It was annoying because neither you nor I took the Grizzlies. Like, I'm sorry. You're like the new kids on the block. You're you're out here trying to act like you're like some established team with the drama. No, no. Yeah, and 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 it wasn't the play on the court. They were they played really well. 
it was actually the off the court stuff that really made it feel like, yeah, you've just never been there. Uh, we're yeah, talking exactly about- act like you've been there before. Yeah. And, and even, even if you can't, cause you haven't been, it's just, man, they were, they were, it was the fans, the players, the coach. It was one of the most uncomfortable weird series. Uh, and also it was weird on the court. Remember the warriors couldn't score. And uh, they lost by 55 or something like that. It was just a very odd series. They were up 2-1 with Ja uh, getting hurt after at the end of game three. Then all of a sudden, it's a it's a brand new series. It was just a, a weird one all around. I'm interested in Memphis. How about Minnesota? Do, what do you think about Minnesota with Cat and Gobert? Because that's, I mean, shit, when have we seen a team try to pull that off? I, I like Minnesota because I think Ant takes the step that Ja took last year. And I think Gobert plus all their length on the perimeter, like they got, they got slow mo, they got Jaden McDaniels, they got a bunch of guys who can defend on the perimeter. I think they're going to be a high floor team and maybe even a high ceiling team. Like I, I'm, I'm not. Let me put it this way: I, I don't think they're going to be Andy's favorite watch for aesthetic reasons. Like they're going to kind of be ugly, you know. But I think Gobert plus a bunch of long dudes with one perimeter shot creator works. I mean, we we saw that Utah, and I think Ant's more talented than than um, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, you, see what that's, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's that's another team to me that needs Chris Paul. How many how many of these like young team just need a gen, floor general that brings them to the second round and loses? Like that that's just you know Minnesota could use them, New Orleans could use them. Just just get Chris Paul so that you can kind of go all the way and then blue balls yourself. It's just the best. It's just the best part of the have the game. have the local the local hipster media guy be like oh isn't Chris Paul the greatest? And, uh, he's then... the best. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, it's a team that could use because uh, D'Angelo oh. Russell is is awful. He's an awful basketball player. Um, and he he was he was Jordan McLaughlin was uh <laughs> was playing more minutes than him and deserved to play more minutes than him in the postseason. So. Um, any other teams that you think is um, the Clippers or, or you know kind of? I mean, the Clippers is pretty straightforward, right? If Kawhi uh, and if Kawhi and Paul George are healthy, I like them to be a very competitive team. If they're not, they're kind of like play and fight team, you know. Yeah, it just yeah. is what it is. What yeah, it is. I, yeah. I Denver, same thing. Jokic will be able to carry them, regardless. Um, but like yeah. Murray and those guys, define if they're going to like be for real or they're just going to be another team fighting for the seven seed. Yeah. Um, Mavs, we'll Mavs, a Luca team, just classic. Luca drags them uh, to the five seed, six seed, something like that. This is where this is where having the heliocentric offense like kind of benefits you because like, look, if Luca's just taking every shot, like you're there's like a baseline, you know. You yeah. might not be great, but you won't be bad. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> there. You go. I think that's that's your Western Conference preview in 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 ten minutes. Um, all right, <laughs> should we get to the goons? Let's get to the goons. This is your first time playback. If I invite you up, turn on your camera and mic and come join us on stage. What's up, man? Can you guys hear me? There we, we go. We can hear you. What you got going yeah, on? Yeah, sorry. I'm not turning on my camera. I'm walking outside and it's really dark. Eh, don't so, worry about but, it. Just... Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say I agree with Andy on the Grizzlies. I think they're going to suffer from pressure of expectations and not make the playoffs. Because like last year, they were play, playing pretty freely and they didn't have any expectations. But yeah, this year, it seems like they, they were relying a lot on their athleticism and not really, they didn't really have a defensive scheme to go. So it was just long and athletic players that 
defended at a high level. But yeah, like even JJJ is not there, so yeah, I think Grizzlies are not going to make the playoffs. And of course, Warriors are repeating. I like it. I like it. Good to have you back, my friend. We that's that's what I need. I need that energy. And of course, the Warriors are repeating, and everyone needs to end their call that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's a requirement. Oh man, that's uh, yeah. The Memphis stuff is uh, is is going to be interesting to watch. You always see teams get hyped up too quick. Um, you always see younger teams, especially you kind of end up anointing them because you like them. It's like Jaws. I think the next guy that's going to be, uh, you know, obviously Steph was this guy and LeBron and KD. Everyone's like, oh, you end up loving them the first five seasons of their career because it's because it's they're yeah, cool. it's it's right. fun when you don't have expectations. So once you have expectations, everyone's sitting there being like, oh, is his left hand that good? Oh, oh, <laughs> he, oh, well, you know, if you rough him up, he can't. You know, he's a he, uh. he can't. You know. Rough him up. He's not good, but Dame's the the goat, or you know, it's just some something like that. Where it's like, hey, have you seen Dame in the second round? Get out of here, you know. Oh, um, next. All right, let's get to the next. By the way, if you want to call bell icon, middle of the screen, bottom. Let's get you up here. We got a hella case coming through, my man. There we go. What's up, brother? Just muted, but good. Turn on your mic, my man. There we go. All Perfect. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in on the uh, the Memphis regresses train, but I'm wondering. I I think the Nuggets are actually like the scariest non Warriors team in the West. We've seen how like Jokic dragged them to some crazy results, basically on his own, and now he has actual help. I that's the team that I'm most scared of. I think Jokic warps you on defense in a way that like basically only Steph can match. And we saw, I mean, we saw Jamal Murray. I mean, it was the bubble, but Jamal Murray was pretty. I don't, you know, what? I, I don't mind Murray with them. Like, like I, I, so I agree with Hal Case on this one. I, I see the formula. I just feel like don't one of Murray or Michael Porter need to become good defenders for you to buy it, Andy? You know, I'm out on MPJ. And and that's why I, I don't believe in Denver because all three of them are shit defenders. I know I know you're I know you're Provax. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, I just I like I, I just I very much dislike the clay comparisons for Michael Porter because he's fucking awful on defense. I'm, I'm just, but I do think Denver. If if I'm gonna pick a team that's the one seed out of the West, it, it probably it probably is Denver. Like that that's a team that I think is gonna be a great regular season team. Yeah, and and I will say this, and hell, he's we appreciate you. Um, I like the idea of okay, KCP, great pickup. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, always going to be the guy. You like, you know, I like like eighty percent of him, like not quite all the way there, you know. And then um, Bruce Brown, also a nice pickup for them. So like, they got guys who do things that Jokic doesn't do, who fit around him a little bit. I'm just wondering. If uh, what Murray looks like, because like you can convince me that that's a that's a nice little team. I just I, it feels like they need someone to take a step beyond their core guys. I if if I were to pick one, it'd probably be it. it, it the sad thing is it'd probably be Murray because he has the size and athleticism, but it's mm-hmm. probably the least important for him to figure out how to defend. It's the most important for Jokic to figure out how to defend, but I physically he can't. And, and, and MP and MPJ because he's six wing. nine, six ten, yep. right? Uh, as like a wing, he should be able to. You know, he, why can't he be Clay? Oh well, you know, 
If if it was so or easy, KD, then... or KD on defense, I'm not okay. asking him to be KD on offense. Just be KD, do what you know, do what he does on defense. All right, he's young enough. He's young enough. He can figure it out. I just I don't believe it. But we have we have a problem coming oh, up. Oh brother, <laughs> what's up, guys? What's up, can Tommy? Me? Can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay, perfect. How are you guys doing? Ah, good. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. reveling. Look at this picture. We got Draymond with the forfeit. How are you not happy watching this? Can't be, can't not be. I mean, I've seen it so many times now. I know exactly what's coming next. Um, <laughs> wait, did you guys see? Did you Tommy guys see the? Um, takes. That's good. That's a good one. Did you, you guys see the uh, the documentary that the, uh, the NBA started dropping today? The gold blooded thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll throw. I've not watched it yet. I saw it. It's on the it's on the it queue. Looks, Maybe the trailer was awesome, and then the first episode was really good too. I'll throw the link in the uh, in the chat for everybody. Um, but I appreciate it's good. it. Everybody should check it out. Um, so I don't, I don't really have many thoughts on the West at this point. I, I haven't really, I'm really dove into the season. I'm busy with Dodgers baseball right now. Barry, fans can't really relate to that. So <laughs> you guys don't even have a championship despite being the best team the last decade. What do we, what no, we got on? one. We got uh, one. It's like the Lakers one. I'm counting. There were fans in the stands. I'm counting. <laughs> um, 8,000 fans, six feet apart. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tommy, let me ask you this. Okay. I think this is a fun question. Which of those nine teams in the West do you think will not make the playoffs? We're not, no, not going to hold you. To, actually, that's not true. I will no, hold you definitely to it. Definitely hold you. All, all my takes are written in, in permanent marker. Um, <laughs> I think dramatic, I mean, dramatic. Box. I really, I, I, I don't have a good answer for you right now. Um, I kind of like all those teams. I like the Pelicans more than Andy does. Um, I can, I can understand the issues that he's talking about. I think if I had to pick a team, it might be them. It might be the Pelicans. Um, but I do really like their talent. Like just in terms of the actual talent, I don't know how it's going to fit together. I think people are forgetting how good Zion was when he was actually playing. And I know the fit isn't great, but he was like one of the most dominant young players we've ever seen when he was. Yeah, actually it's, just, it's just like Giannis type efficiency at the rim. But just he like, was like Shaq. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, not going to say the Warriors are going to miss the Smiley playoffs. couldn't guard him. Yeah, Smiley couldn't <laughs> guard him. That's the thing I'm saying the Warriors are going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> I forgot about it. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. They, they really oh, threw people. Smiley out there, and, and he was guarding. I mean, like, look, man, we make fun of Smiley, but that was one of the most. It was ugly. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you have, um, I feel like you got a take. You're, you're waiting to get it off your chest. I mean, kind of. The thing I've been thinking about lately, just looking at the Warriors roster, People keep saying Moody might be the young guy who comes in and makes the biggest impact. My thing is, I don't think he has an easy path to minutes on this team. You already have three. You probably have the best backcourt in the NBA with Steph, Clay, and Poole. Between those three guys, you have. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's probably. Yeah, it's. It's. I don't think it's close. Right. So that that's taking up most of your backcourt minutes anyway. Then Dante at least has playoff experience. It's not much, but he was a starter for that Milwaukee team before he got injured a couple years ago. So unless you're telling me Moody's going to play the three, and from a physicality standpoint, I don't know if he's ready for that. He's long enough eventually to be what, that guy. What if what if Clay's playing the three? What if it's what if it's Pool Moody Clay? What if Dante, it's uh, Moody's Dante, a three? Moody's is, definitely a three, by the way. Is Dante not playing? Well, okay. What I mean, can you not mix Moody and Dante at the three and set? Like, outside of maybe the Clippers, what team has like 
multiple six, eight wings who scare you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not most teams, most teams, second units are just three guard lineups. Anyway. Right. Right. No, that that's fair. Um, I just, I think I would worry a little bit about like a cool Dante Moody lineup. I don't know if Dante is still the same guy guarding at POA. Pool, we obviously know his issues, and Moody, he's not quite there yet. No. So if you're playing against second units, you're probably okay. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just struggling to see his path to minutes. Whereas Kaminga and Wiseman, they don't really have anybody blocking them. It's Dre and Looney and Jamichael, but Dre's probably going to sit out some games. Jamichael's probably going to get hurt because he almost always does. He usually misses 15 to 20 games. Uh, and Looney, I wouldn't expect he plays all 82 again. There's just not as much minutes blockage happening in the front court. So, well, I think Moody could make an impact if the minutes were clear, if there's a clear path to playing time. I just don't know. Power He'll probably find Moody. his way of the court. Kerr's going to love him, so he's going to find his way onto the court. But I'm just struggling to see it as much as I am the coming gun wise and stuff. I think those two are going to play 15, 20 minutes a game just because I, – I, mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just mm. – I from Not a recipe for success. Sources, if, uh, sources we'll telling me things are looking good at camp. I don't know, man. Oh I don't know. God. I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's, it, things look good at camp in 2022, and then you know, the season went kind of. <laughs> I, I do. Okay, so so big picture, I do get Tommy's point. Like it's just, it's very crammed in the backcourt, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, like if Kuminga or Wiseman look good at all, there's 20 minutes for them sitting to be had. And every yeah. time, so like that, that is a uh, that is realistic. What do you think of? Let me ask you this, both of you. What do you think of the idea that Wiseman's or sorry, not Wiseman, Wiggins is going to play more power forward, whatever you want to call it, the four this year? That he's going to be a little more doing that, that they're banking on the fact that the entire NBA is downsizing and they're not particularly concerned about any sort of wear and tear. And if you can get Wiggins to play like 15 minutes a game at that position, now you've just opened up a bunch of minutes because then you can go Dante, Moody, Clay pool, whatever it may be. Um, I mean, I think it's possible. I wouldn't prefer it for 82 games. Um, as great as Wiggins was in the playoffs, and he was great for a lot of it, I think we saw some struggles when he moved to the four. I mean, that was matchup specific. It got a little bit more difficult for him to play that, I think, in the de- towards the end of the Denver series. Um, and it, it got better as the playoffs oh, went on. It. So I don't want to say it's not possible. I just wouldn't love that for 82 games. You know, like that's a lot of. I'd rather save it it's for like the Draymond playoffs. It's like Draymond at the five. It's like Draymond yeah, at the five. Yeah, ex- exactly. Wanna, you I don't want Wiggins doing that for 15 minutes a game for six months and then having to do it in the playoffs. It might. It might. I'm, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna mention some things to you. Clippers starting power forward will be Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, or Nick Batum. The Nuggets starting power forward will be Aaron Gordon. The Suns starting power forward will be Cam Johnson. The Mavs will start Dorian Finney-Smith. The Grizzlies might actually start size. Pelicans, Zion, okay, that's size. Lakers, I I don't know. They're going to start three guys who are G-leaguers plus LeBron and AD. Um, All I'm saying is more than half of those teams are starting guys who are very comfortable Wiggins matchups at that position. So it's possible that you, you, you might just not need as like you just need wings and you need like a couple wings who are bigger and as less than four men. I, I also, I also think that Moses Moody is going to be too good to sit. Um, I'm not as high 
as as the happy parts of Warriors Twitter on 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 Kaminga. Uh, definitely not as high on on James Wiseman. I just think Moses Moody is too good to sit. You just, you just have to play someone that's that good at basketball right now. Um, that helps you win games. I just I think it's going to be that simple. Um, versus versus some of these, I just you just can't force twenty minutes of 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 uh, <laughs> these younger guys if it doesn't make sense. Uh, so I think that's that's where. And the last thing I'll say before I jump off here, I just think there's I think we're lacking more of what Kaminga could potentially bring than we are of what Moody could bring. Like there's already a lot of shooting in the backcourt. And now if you're telling me Moody figures out a way to size up to the three, size up to the four, now I can totally see it. I just don't know if he's going to be there from a physicality standpoint yet. I think eventually, easily, he'll he'll be able to play some three and some four as he gets bigger, as he gets stronger. Um, but right now, I'm just still a little bit uncertain about that. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I think he's it, – I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to wake up at 3 a.m. on uh, – on Friday morning, going into work, let's see how Moody guards Ru Hachimura. This, this is the, the show. That, that's the matchup that I'm watching now. Where have you been, Tommy? You're not even tweeting anymore. Like, what? What, is, what the hell is? Are you? Well, I lost my account for a week when I got hacked. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Well, there you go. And then uh, I just been busy, man. I've been in kind of like four weddings in the past six weeks. Oh, I, and bad. work's been work's been insane. So that's the, that's the best. Well we'll be appreciate back. you, bro. Appreciate yeah, you hopping on. Thanks for having me Where on. Guys. Going? All right, we're gonna end this. We're gonna end this with the closer. Um gentlemen Mariano Rivera and his prime. Oh, oh, other way. Other way. Right yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yo yo yeah, what's, up, what's up fellas yeah. bring the old guy out of the pen. All righty. Let's do, let's do yeah, this. We need, we, need, we need like a closer music. For oh, you. we like, we Ender, should give him the Edwin Ender, Diaz. Dude, dude yeah, yeah. Give, give me some closer music. I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll send you some stuff uh, from bum, the Discord. But um, bum, bum, bum. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well it, it's your it's your closer music, so you got to pick it. You know, it's like yeah, Andy and I will go with some some Timmy Trump. Uh, uh, maybe I'll give know. you a couple of options. You can you can filter <laughs> okay, like, okay. be appropriate, or maybe some... we'll have the goons select in the music channel. Give us nice. some journey. Give us some journey. Give us some <laughs> oh my god. Night. Go down, you know. There we go. Am I David Cross? I could be. I get called David Cross all the time. Also, my voice halfway sounds like his. It's great. He's funny, <laughs> funny as fuck. I'll take the compliment any day. I'm like, he's awesome. Anyways, uh, dude, the Warriors are freaking great. This is so awesome to see. You know, four up. He's missing a few fingers. Why well, the fifth one this season? It's freaking awesome. Looking forward to it, you know. And we're talking about the teams that are not going to make the playoffs. I've been spamming it the whole time. I don't think the Timberwolves know what the hell they're doing. Two centers, really, really. They're going to have their cats going to be out on the wing guarding like stretch fours and stuff, and not getting blown by. And then having Gobert have to cover him, and then Gobert's guy being wide open, and they're just getting soiled on defense all the time, and not having anyone on the wing that can guard a guard. You know, it's just going to be absolutely brutal. They're going to get destroyed by good backcourts. I don't possibly see them winning 45 games. You know, it's just, and, and maybe they do and they're the seventh seed, but they're going to choke their asses off in the play-in. So, like, I wouldn't even dare think they make the play the actual playoffs not the fake playoffs and you know maybe we might have to call some this kind of like the lebron playing because he seems to be in it every season um so you know that that's also a thing you know oh this playing thing's a joke well i think we're gonna name it after you dude you seem to be in it 
every single time it's existed. <laughs> so, you know, like the LeBron Memorial play in so that we can get your old ass in here so we can have ratings. You know, it's freaking awesome. Love it. You know, but really the thing that we got to worry about is the Warriors. Tommy's right. You know, I don't I don't see what Moody's going to get, but we need to play him. I I love Kaminga. I think he's going to shine this season. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. And, you know, maybe we then have to move on. But this this is his shot. The minutes are there. And they're going to need him because you don't want to waste Dr- Draymond's legs. You don't want to waste Wiggins' legs. You need him to step up when we're playing the Spurs, when we're playing teams like the Bullets. Oh, That's I mean right. the Wizards, right? <laughs> um, you know, when we're we're playing all these terrible, terrible teams, we got to have guys like Moody. We got to have guys like Dante. We got to have guys like... Uh, um, you know, right? We need all those guys to show up and fall out so that Steph can get a rest. And we actually play one of the good teams, like Atlanta or something like that, that Steph can come out and smoke them. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to ride it 60 wins this year. First seed, best record in the league. It's going to be dope. Everyone enjoy the ride. It's hashtag arrogant season. It's back again. And we're going to stop all over the league. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Appreciate it. McWalters, love you. That's the call we need before preseason started. Andy, we are back. Great. That was incredible. That's great. All right. Ended. Appreciate all of you. Subscribe. Join the the playback room.